Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. See if headphones work. Oh, my headphones work, dude. They're up a little loud. You want to turn them down a little bit? And we still have not released the live pod because I keep forgetting to bring it to work. It's on a recording device, and I forgot. I thought you had it at first. Then you told me you gave it to my wife. And so, oh, yeah, it's all the way down. Now turn. That's a little bit more. A little bit more. That's good. And so... Then I knew my wife had it, and I asked my wife last night when we were laying in bed next to each other, I was like, oh, you got the recording device? She goes, yeah, it's in my black bag. And I was like, okay. And then this morning I left, and I forgot to look in the black bag and get it. So it's going to make no sense when you hear stuff on this pod and then hear the live pod back because we talk about whatever. It doesn't matter. The live pod from the convention will be out tomorrow. Tomorrow. I think it's its own entity. It, yeah. People can listen to it whenever they want because it's just known it's a convention thing. It doesn't have to fall sequentially in order. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think anything sequentially has to follow anything sequentially. right? But I just know, man, it's Wednesday. I still don't have my voice all the way, I feel like. I feel still like my voice sounds weird. This is why we don't have a convention every weekend. We couldn't. Our bodies wouldn't be able to last. We couldn't have one every month. We couldn't have one six months. We might be okay to turn over. Dude, Baser had a hundred over 100 degree temperature. She's been sick all week. I have my voice, but I don't feel good because the weather also dropped after it. I'm yeah. sure other people can agree with this. You just don't have a bender for three days and feel like yourself. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. And some of the people, I mean, bless them, they have been having a hell of a time getting home. I don't know if anybody's still here, but I know people were here as of last night trying to get out. Man, that sucks. Lori Ray and her twin. No, and twin, and I know Caroline was here. Uh, I know our boys uh, and girl from Minnesota that met at a bar. I know Alex was here. He was the one that took care of Cappy on Friday night. Like, 
because I was like, I, I don't know what to do. I, I mean, there were, so there was numerous people still in town. The St. Louis crew was still in town. Shout out to Aaron Bertoki and her dude Mike. They drove all the way home 15 hours to the UP of Michigan. They rented a car. Oh, because like, yeah. they couldn't get out? Yeah, I think you just ditched that in a snowbank then, and then they charge you double because you didn't return it. Wow. Yeah, it's one of those. But the people that have had to travel across the country, dude, it is Wednesday, and they still are not at their home. The convention ended on Sunday. Yeah. Well, see, my, my sister flew out Sunday morning, was fine. She was in the clear. Aaron Bertoki made the mistake flying out Monday. I, but 24 did- hours too late. Cappy flew out Sunday afternoon and was good. So it's uh the 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 oldest dude married to the youngest chick. They switched their flight to go to Sarasota, Florida. They were supposed to fly out either Sunday night or Monday morning, but they switched it to Sunday afternoon. So they were able to get out. Okay. So that that's what it is. The window was Muffy was 6 a.m. Her she had a red eye or something. There's no way. And then the, She was hitting the bars and she had to be at the airport at 4, dude. I was like, "You're crazy." She said she gave us a me and Bazer a kiss goodbye in the penthouse condo. Never even knew she was leaving us. Yeah, I was probably in a towel. I don't know. But I, that convention went too quick then because she did – so it was a weird – She does it quick. She comes in it, and out fast. She that, needs to stay for the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. Leaving Sunday morning was too soon. The perfect window, the, the person I got to give props to is Cappy, left it – you always want to leave on a high note. It was Sunday afternoon. We videoed him leaving, and, I, and he made it home. I, he just had to go to the Carolinas, though. But still, just getting out of the Nashville airport was tough. And so flights were canceled, and then at one time the FAA did a whole ground stop yeah. where you couldn't even fly. Like, I think Carolyn, she was on the plane for four hours. These, these are our nation? Yeah. Yeah. Up church. And then she, they said, all right, now you can get off. And they're like, all right. And then they waited for 30 minutes. They're like, all right, your flight's canceled. And what intensifies it is the hangover, too, because oh, they had we'd been going pretty hard. You got to think about it. We had the late night events, the bar crawl. That ended up going right into the party bus next morning. Gotta, we, well, we let's have? start the show. We might oh. as well, we'll, 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 we'll talk about Ray, it. Ray, that's going to be yeah. my exact timeline. Well, we're going to, yeah, we're going to recap it, man. All right, we're going to do it live. We're not going to fake the energy. I'm going to bring what I can bring, what I can bring, what I can bring. I'll, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to try to act all excited, even though I am excited, but I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. But, but it's, it's, it's good to be here, man. I'm, I'm glad to be back. But you do want to have a recap, don't you? Oh, yeah. We got to have a recap for the event. But I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm still tired. My voice is tired. Sometimes I'll want to do a recap after vacation, and my chick will just say no. no. Yeah. I want to go over some stuff that we did. Oh, remember that? Bermuda? That was freaking amazing. I, I get it. I lived it once. I'm tired. Okay. But this is going to be the recap yeah. that I always want to give. Well, Sunday afternoon... Like, when I got home and my wife was like, all right, let's talk about it. I was like, can I just have a few hours of silence? Like, uh, I just need I need some quiet. The kids were napping. I was like, I just want to sit here. I didn't even turn on the TV because the game, the Cowboys game hadn't started yet. And I just want to sit here on the couch with nothing. No noise, no nothing. I just need quiet. Well, we went to 10 Roof and partied more, and then I wanted quiet after that. Yeah. All right, here we go, guys. Here we go. Uh, what, what do we say? Arnold is off today. He's off all week. My voice is killing. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Okay. Arnold's off uh, until further notice, guys. He's still handling the Twitter, though. But he was at the live pod. He did make it. So you will yeah. hear him on the live podcast yeah, from yeah, the yeah. convention. Okay. We're going to do it live. We are the one, two, three. Sore losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts. My sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. 
Y'all, it's Cesare Mundo. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville with Baser. We're moving in two weeks. It's an apartment. Uh, if the snow melts. It's a it's an apartment. We don't got much to box up. And honestly, I'm paranoid, dude. I'll have all that stuff moved before the moving truck even shows up. Why? I don't like people t- touching my shit. Dude, that's the whole point of hiring a moving company. I know, and they're free. What? Yeah, we hooked up some endorsement deal. Who'd you get? Uh, Black Tie Moving. Rascal Flats, dude. Wow. They're going to come, and I'm going to have them move a dresser, and that's it. Film a video. Dude, call I don't day. understand why. They have insurance, so that way if they break anything, that's what they have insurance for. Right. They're going to be better, and they're going to be awesome. We've had companies before in the past. Dude, I've actually, dude, I don't let any moving guys do it, but I'm out there lifting the couch with them. I'm helping them with the dressers. We're doing boxes and stuff. One guy cranked his face, hit our whole couch on the top of the apartment when we first moved in. I don't know if the couch sat right after that. Yeah, I remember when I moved to Nashville and I hired a company and they were like, we'll box it up. If it's not boxed, we'll box it for you. Okay, cool. I tried to box as much as I could before they got there, but man, it's a lot to box when you're moving and you don't realize how much crap you have, so I didn't get it all done. And they start boxing. I mean, they swept up dog hair and put it in the damn box. I'm like, guys, you can leave the effing dog hair at my house. I don't need it. I don't need the dog hair. They weren't kidding. No, they really did. They were sweeping everything. And I'm like, dude, that's a broken hanger. They throw it in the box. It was like, yo, I don't need all this crap, but whatever. They did a great job. And movers, let me tell you, if there is one thing in this world that is worth paying for, if you can afford it, is movers. When work paid for us to move here, they paid for the movers. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever experienced in my life. They moved it in. They moved it out. They moved it in. I didn't have to do anything. And I was like, this is heaven. And also, I paid for the wrong company. I went with some... Oh, my God. Because uh, I didn't have as much crap as you, and I was just moving into your room in your house. You were moving into a house. They brought it in a box that was a two-by-four, and it had nothing but nails and boards all around it. And they just dropped it in the parking lot of the townhomes. Thanks, And we guys. had to sit there with hammers and break it apart to get your stuff out. I'll take it from here. They were out of the parking lot before we even opened the front door. Yeah, it was awesome. But really, we need to talk about the convention. Coaches Convention 3, I mean, guys, it was incredible. CC3. It was incredible. I had a blast. We moved it from Vegas to Nashville, and I think it was a success. I think people loved it. I don't know, though. I, I The glowing reviews I got in person were pretty good. It is interesting kind of reflecting back on stuff. You're like, oh, remember that person said that one nice thing to me? Oh, yeah, they were a really nice couple. So, yeah, we've just been doing that the past couple days, reminiscing, yes. if you will. And I'm going to say, I'm going to talk about people in the pod, and I'm going to apologize if I don't remember everybody's name. In the moment, I remembered everybody's name, but now that the alcohol is worn off, I've had a few days to decompress some names have slipped my mind. And also, remember, we only see a little small picture of you on a Facebook or Twitter. We That's not necessarily how you look in person. That's so a good point. I had a couple people that said, oh, don't you know me from Facebook? Yeah, I mean, I've seen a thumbnail of your face. That's a great I don't point. damn know what your freaking facial structure looks like. That's right. I don't know what your hair looks like. That picture could have been from six months ago. You changed your hairstyle. I don't know. But, man, it starts off. I mean, the planning, the greatness, uh, everybody that planned it, amazing. But... Yeah, not not the most amazing start for me. I had to lug a box across all of Nashville as the host of the convention because some of the people couldn't get there, and I guess in place we didn't have. If somebody can't get their stuff, bags from the Preds and all the little bottle openers from dugout yep. mugs, where does it go? 
well, went to my condo. So I had to go lug. I'm the host of the show, lug in a box. I said, I'm fine, though. I'll do the stuff at the ground level. I'll do the stuff at the pent level. Yeah, it was. and having it in our city, it was weird because my wife was working the check-in because we don't have anybody that, <laughs> that really helps us. So she was doing check-in. So I had to pick up the kids from daycare and get dinner, and then I had to drive them in the car down to FGL house where we loaded up the boxes into the car. Then my wife got in the car with the kids and drove them home. So I'm going down there to have a bender, and my kids are like, Dada, Dada, can I come? Dada, Dada. And I'm like, no, I'm going to work. Sorry, kids. And we pull up in front of FGL house, and they go, Dada, Dada, this isn't your work. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm meeting some, you know, friends, the Sore Losers Nation. And they're like, what's that, Dada? And I'm like, I don't know how to explain it to a five, three, and two-year-old. I said, we're, we're going go- drinking. I said, we're going to a restaurant. And they go, you're going to eat at your work? That is so cool, Dada. Dude, kids get derailed so quickly. You're like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, no, we're not going to eat, man. We're going <sighs> to. They're like, Dada, what kind of food are you going to eat? And I was like, I, we're 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 gonna go to different restaurants. We're it, gonna. It's a liquor liquor menu. It's a liquid diet, kids. Like it's not gonna be real food. We're gonna we're gonna literally go bar to, restaurant to restaurant. You'll probably see it tomorrow morning on the patio. Yeah, and so they're like, "Oh, Dad, I wish I could come." And I was like, "Oh, maybe next year, boys. Maybe next year." So we meet at FGL House, Ray, and then we're starting at Miranda Lambert's bar. What's it called, Casa Rosa? Yep. And so we walk over there, and we walk in, and Sore Losers Nation is taking over the bottom floor of the bar. Yeah, and I don't know if they anticipated there being that many people because it was crunk. There was locals who were just trying to walk in and thought, honestly, they thought Bono arrived, but it was just us, and they had no idea what was going on. They could not. I mean, there was no one allowed. Like Every normal person that was not part of the convention was like, what are these people with the badges? Why have they taken over the first floor? I mean, it was all the way back, had some people standing on the stairs. It was like pandemonium. Well, and then there was also the bachelorette party who had no idea that we were going to be there. They weren't even part of the convention. They're grabbing pictures. And I was like, I gave them the Heisman. I, I said, y'all do not pay for the convention. Please get out of here. Yeah, you guys are not part of this circle. And they were the, the, bachelor, the bachelorette party was from Oklahoma. And you just start, what's up, dude? Good to see you. Oh, man. Hey, how you been? Oh, hey. Oh, nice to meet you. Never been here. Oh, Keegan from Maryland. Oh, what's up, dude? How you doing? Congratulations on getting married. You know, like everybody put on about 10 pounds, Ray. No, but everybody's like, hey, dude, I'm the one that emailed you about this. I'm the one that emailed you about that. And you're like, oh, okay. You're the one on the pre-bachelor party before you get married. That was was Keegan and his buddy Ben. Did you think the 45-minute window was good enough to drink the one drink? Dude, I had more than one drink. Okay, because, dude, I couldn't even finish my 18 Michelob. I was talking to everybody, and they said, next bar. I, d- I just left it on the counter, so somebody got piss-warm beer for free. That was That is one difficult part is you're talking a lot, and you don't realize how quick 45 minutes goes. So we hit Miranda Lambert's bar, and then it's like, all right, on to the next one. And that's when we went to Tequila Cowboy. Tequila, there's more live music. People were able to rap around. We were watching sports. I don't really remember what the sports was even going on. No idea. So there, I think maybe I maybe talked to the staff a little bit, but I think everybody was kind of calmed down a little bit there. It wasn't still like freaking pandemonium. There was still a couple of people I hadn't talked to yet, and but we like, oh, get in. But the only problem with Tequila Cowboy is some people went to the left side of the bar and some people went to the right side because it's like a bar that has two different... So half the people were on one side of the bar, half were on the other. So you had to work the room, and it's like getting back and forth was tough. 
but chatting it up, talking. Oh, what's up? Where are you from? Oh, we're from Cincinnati. We're from Alabama. It was great. Yeah, so freaking fun for me. I think that's when the drink started to flow. I, I don't know if I got a uh, ticket checked on those. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think, or maybe I owed that dude money, dude. He was just f- throwing them at me. Yeah, I had three Trulies within thirty-five minutes. They, I, yeah, the bartender was on top of it because it was like the drink didn't get empty. Like set it on the bar and he refilled it. It was r- superb. Here's the only problem: people started digging into the drugs. No, sore. Well, they did. No, I was being funny. Oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> sore losers nation. Whatever happened to just hey, let let's get a drink together. Every sore loser nation. Hey, let's do a shot together. See that? Hey, let's a, do a shot together, bro. Let's do a, a shot together. That's it's like, a cool, easy thing to do. It's a, it's it's what it's the it thing, man. People don't want to drink a slow drink. They want to do a shot, and you have that moment, that shot moment where you both have your gullets and the drinks running down it, and you're both feeling it hit you at the same time, and you don't know what it's going to do to your body. Yeah, I was just like, guys. I mean, I it, do you realize how many people are here? If I do a shot with every single person, I'm going to die. I didn't do a shot there. I, I think I was just the one socializing with the beers. That's maybe when I started talking horse racing to one homie. Oh, that was our guy from Chillicothe. Yep, and he told me that he used to ride in the carriage, got hurt, and his, I believe his wife's a trainer, a coach, a rider. I don't know. I know she's from Canada. Yes. I do know that. He imported her from Canada, uh, but I didn't realize he used to ride. He I, he just told me he raced horses. I thought he meant like he raised them to race them. No, dude. That's how he got messed up. I didn't know he rode rode. Ray, he was messed up. He showed me a picture and let dude. Unless I was seeing double, I thought it was him in a picture. So he rode the carriage horses. Yes. That's why it was so dope. But I I don't believe he's riding right now because of his injury. Again, when he showed me the picture, I I was actually seeing four phones. So I don't know exactly what I was looking at. Didn't know that. That's that's intense. So we're there, and then uh, I mean, people are oh, shot, shot, shot. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do shots. And then it's like, hey, on to the next bar. We're going to Luke Bryan's. Going to Luke Bryan's. Going to Luke Bryan's. Luke Bryan's was the up top, and that's when it started getting a little colder. Dude, it, it, the, you walked outside, and it was like, whoa, frigid temperatures, but we got a dope-ass group photo. We did uh, easily 30 to 40 people deep. I can't believe we pulled it off. Everybody's uh, in it? Baser was feeling, yeah, I think Baser was feeling in the moment. She's having heart to hearts with people left. Ashley Ruiz was it there at that point. Allie, Colleen, family friend of ours, she was able to get into it. I be- and other than Justin, a majority of the people were in it. Yeah, I, your your wife pulled me aside. I think I talked to your sister at um, Tequila Cowboy, and I was like, "Hey, you know what? I'm, you know how much this means to your brother that you come to this and you show him support." And she was like, "My sister told you that." No, I told her. I said, oh. "I know." I, no, I said, "I can tell how much you guys love each other." And she goes, "I know." And we never tell each other how much we care. And I know he loves the sport, and we never voice how much we he supports me too with the kids and Boomer, and he's such a good role model. And she was like, "We just yeah, never it was, say it to each other." It was real great that night. But she was like, "We never say it to each other." And I was like, "But you can tell." And I, you know, we appreciate you being here. It's awesome that you came. She's like, "Thanks." then your wife at Luke Bryan's came up to me and she was like, I am just so proud of you guys. I'm so proud of you guys. Look at this. This is amazing. Well, I think a lot of people thought when we moved from three to two that maybe the convention was going to get canceled. The fact we still pulled it off 
was toss. Hey, tip of the cap. The actually the the beanie right now. It's freezing in here. Yeah, some people thought that whole show was going to get canceled. That it was going to fall off a map, like it was going to fall off a clip. But we want to thank Luke Bryan for stepping up, right? It wasn't going to be any good anymore. And maybe the podcast is worse. Maybe it's better. I don't know. But your wife was. Uh, I think the alcohol was getting her a little emotional. Yeah, because she was like, "I'm just so proud of you guys." You could have given up. You guys could have just, you know, like, but look at this. This is so amazing. Look at how happy people are to be here. Like, I'm so proud of you guys. She told me like 20 times she was so proud of us. And but, I was like, hey, she really wanted to get it ingrained in your brain. I dude. know. And I remember it, there which was go. great. And I was like, thank you, Bay. And then we was off to FGL House. And we go to FGL House and we go to the third floor and we are. I mean, it's rocking up there. Right, but are you aware the temperature is dropping right now? It's freezing. It's starting to be freezing balls. I believe I just had a light sweater on. It probably should have had a parka and also a igloo hat or something from Alaska. Yeah, all I had was my Nashville SC hoodie. That was all I had and a pair of jeans. Like It wasn't like I was prepared for it to drop 40 degrees like it did. I believe it was me and Ruiz, and there was a heat lamp up above, and we were both standing under it just shivering, and we were trying to tell other losers, hey, come on over here, there's a heat lamp. You can kind of get a little bit warmer over here. So you guys looked like a homeless encampment underneath the, the fire, the lamp. Yes, just because we were unprepared for it to drop, and I think if, the, if Luke's would have known it was going to drop, they would have closed the garage. But it was up, so it was just coming into the into the venue. Yeah, that's true. It was up, and it was freezing cold. Guys, it, can we get the remote control for the garage door? But I think it was too crowded to close it. It was too. It was crunk, dude. Dude, there were there were just uh, bartender. They, they a lot of people weren't able to comp- comprehend at six p.m. on a Friday before it gets crunk why it was crunk. Yeah, uh, it was it was great. So we're jamming jamming at FGL House, and then it's time to get the party bus. The only problem is I missed the memo. It was time to get on the party bus. Uh, all What I'm starting to recall from that is, dude, we were waiting for you 5, 10. It may have reached 15 minutes. Apologies. And and people, I think, were saying, hey, call him. And I was telling them I'm streaming and because I was streaming the party bus live. You so were said, live on Kick. Right. I, and so I said, kick.com slash sore losers. And I was telling them I can't call you or the stream will be dead. And the stream was more important. Yeah. And so I was still up there talking to losers that weren't going on the bus. I was just hanging out. I wasn't even, I didn't, because there's people everywhere. So I don't realize that everybody that is going on the party bus has left. And let's be real. I mean, we're just blowing through people just doing what we needed to do. It's not, we weren't, it wasn't where we had a roll call and there was somebody with a whistle and everybody stood single file line. Dude, we were like plowing through entire sidewalks of people to find the party bus to leave a bar. Yeah. I I mean, we did actually leave a little bit of a path of a destruction. And I did meet someone from Knoxville. It was a couple. They were up here for the weekend. Right. You guys having sex? They were both in grad school and they're like, oh, we'll check out the pod, man. We'll check out the pod. Wait, they were non-conventioners? Yeah, they were standing next to me and some losers at the bar. What were they here for? The home show? Somebody stole my sound effect. (laughs) No, they were in town because... It was a long weekend, and they were in grad school, and they needed a little getaway, and they'd never been to Nashville. Did you meet anybody that was in town for the Home and Garden Show at the fairgrounds? I did not. Yep, and I'll hang up and listen, because we were the biggest convention in town, and I tried telling the visitor board that since day one. Yeah, and so then I'm sitting there talking to someone, and I get a tap on my shoulder. It was a cop, right? And it was beyond, it was a stage pilot saying, hey, you got to get to the party bus, got to get to the party bus. And I'm like, oh, we already it's time for the party bus. She goes, yeah, we're already on the bus. I'm like, oh, all right, we're going to Nashville Tractor. Let's go. And so we run down the stairs, and we run to the party bus. And we'll talk about the rest right after this. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ray, uh, were you aware that drinks were going to be free on the party bus? I, I was aware. Because I believe, if I'm recalling it correctly, it was a tin, and it had all of my favorite Trulies in it. Everything, man. <laughs> all free 99. That's, that's trouble, dude. And they were flowing. Yep. The DJ on Nashville Tractor was awesome. Did awesome. You, did, what was his name? Did you get it? No idea. I definitely gave him daps about five times, got his name about four times. Don't recall it. N- you know what? Now that you say it, I never even asked him his name. Okay. I, I was not that interested. I was just like, dude, you are killing it. I think he said, I know who you guys are. I'm a local. I gave him daps. Kept saying, hey, man, I'd love to recommend you again. What's your name? And then uh, I'm recommending him, but I don't recall the name. Yeah, but he was awesome. Nashville Tractor, he was he brought the party. Like, he was so fun, funny. People are dancing. We're just cruising around Nashville drinking. Do, do, do. Pe- people are falling a little bit. Oh, people are falling off the chair, the, the, the benches. People are trying to dance. And you take a turn. They boom, they spill over. But it was awesome. Well, and they have actual things, handles you're supposed to hold on to on a bus, a and city Ra- bus. Yeah, and Ray held on to the handle the whole time. He had his phone in the handle the whole time going live on kick when we had eight people watching. Well, it's it's not in the moment. Sometimes it's after the fact. But I really did think it was a big moment in Sore Losers history to live stream a party bus. And how many? Uh, how much money did we make from kick so far? I haven't made any money. Okay, just check. But in that moment, I thought that was important. Yes, but the party bus was awesome. Then, I I saw taking a did that when the awkward stuff happened. What didn't somebody ask you to see something when you guys when we were all taking a go in the bathroom? No, that's later. That's later. That's later. Wait, but all the that's on the live pod. All the dudes went to bathroom. Yes, river. We stopped at Titan Stadium. We were going to pay our respects to Mike Vrabel, to Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill. Titan season. The Titan season. 
and we all spill off the bus and we all start peeing in the Cumberland. Like we're all, all the dudes are lined up just pissing in the Cumberland and security rolls up. Not remembering this part. And so I go over and I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, anybody, what are you guys doing? Oh, you talked us? Yeah. I was like, oh, man, everybody just wanted to say the respects to Mike Vrabel. You know what I mean? He goes, no one's over there peeing, are they? Oh, no, we wouldn't pee in Titan. We wouldn't pee in the parking lot, man. We're just, we're excited to be here. Everybody wanted to get a better look at the Cumberland. What What did he think we were doing over there? I, he, he knew we were pissing. Oh. He knew. He, he knew. He was like, I just want to make sure no one's peeing over there. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, we were having that debate. Can you hit a golf ball over the Cumberland? He goes, please don't try that. Oh, so you were really putting in time talking to oh, this I was guy. talking to him. I was, yeah, he's like, but don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. I'll just go around you guys. At, at this point, were, was there anybody still over there getting a picture? Uh, there was a lot of people getting pictures. <laughs> a lot of people. And he goes, man, a lot of people getting pictures of the dark Cumberland. And I was like, yeah, you know, no way we'd pee over there. No way. And he's like, all right, just making sure. It'll be beautiful pictures. And, we'll tag it. And I was like, and we're not drunk either. Don't worry, we're not drunk. And he goes, I, I don't believe you are getting off a party bus like that. And I was like, no. So he went around, he left, and then we took a big group photo in, at Titan Stadium. Cannot wait to see how that turned oh. out. There's no way it's nothing but dark. Nothing but, no, I mean, we had a real photographer, dude. I know, but the Flash is going to be able to capture the Cumberland, the city, and us. In I don't night? know. I hope he got us all peeing. That would be funny. Ray, it'll incriminate us. So then, party bus ends, and we all get off, and I don't know where half the people went. We are like, let's go to FGL House. And Ray, I don't know where you went. You went to the wrong bar. No, I went to a couple bars, and then I heard you. I believe you guys went to and did singing. No, but we were at FGL House, and we went back up to the third floor. And I got um, uh, the couple from uh, Marble Falls. They were, I mean, dancing. She was up on the stage dancing. We're all up there. Got uh, our husband and wife. They got three kids. I forget where they're from. They drove. I don't remember the uh, gosh, Jesse. I think his name was Jesse, and ah, dang it, I'm not gonna remember. Yeah, that's a but, sentimental story. Coach. No, no, but they drove, and they were they were up there, and then we had Sarasota couple, Amber and Joe. I mean, it was lit. We were all upstairs, just going crazy, and then uh, that the girl was like, "Hey, I want to go see karaoke." So that's when I text Ray. I said, "Where are you?" And I saw those texts, and I deleted them because I hate texts. And I said, "Where are you?" We're leaving FGL to go karaoke. See, dude, my last picture was this sore losers flask on the bu- or wasn't on the bus, wasn't on the bus at all. Um, and then the next morning, so I think that was it for me. No, 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 you came karaoke. I did. Yeah, there's no way I was there longer than five minutes. No, you were there. You were there. Um, so we roll over there, and you come rolling in with Cappy. Okay. You met us at the door. We're all there. We roll into karaoke, and there's like ten of us there. And it's slowly, I mean, actually quickly, Alex was there, Cappy, like, it quickly dwindles. But are we having fun? We're I, having a blast. Dwindling. We're having I'm, a blast. Okay. Uh, then. But it's also fuzzy, too. It is fuzzy. Yeah. Cappy gets rolled out by security. He got kicked out? Yeah. He didn't get kicked. He got rolled. And Cappy's in a wheelchair, guys. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, cool. And uh, so then Ray's like, looks at me. He's like, man, I got to go pee. I'll be right back. He goes, I'm drunk. I got to pee. And he goes, pee. And the the rest of the people that I'm there with, we're like sitting there and dude's like, hey, where's Ray? It's like, he went to the bathroom. He goes, that was 30 minutes ago. 
was like, no, no, he just went to the bathroom, dude. He goes, I'll go look. And he went and looked in every stall and every urinal. And then he came back and goes, Ray left us. <laughs> Ray left us. Yeah, I, dude, Irish goodbye. I must have known, because I was close to the penthouse where we were staying, that I had to go to the bathroom. The fact that I told you I was drunk, it, I was all starting to realize, hey, we got a busy day tomorrow and a live podcast. I just have to go. I can't say goodbye to 20 people that I'm going to see again in 12 hours. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So we're there. But this Amber wants to sing karaoke, and her husband picks the song Cowboy. And she's like, I don't even like that song. I don't know. But we put her name in. And it takes about two hours for them to get to her name. Finally, husband ponies up 20 bucks because he's, you know, rich, rich. And they move her to like up two spots. And we get up there to sing, right? I never realized how long Cowboy is. It is. And any karaoke song is a ton longer to sing in person in front of a stage. Oh, my God. Than you actually realize it is. Halfway through, I was like, hey, can we just turn it off? Like, I'm done. Like, I don't even want to sing anymore. Like. They should really just do the hooks, and then you bounce. Yeah, they should give you a minute and a half, and that is it. That should be the max. But we were up there singing, and it took forever and ever and ever to end. And then that's when we called it a night. Dude, what am I talking about? I took that picture of Cappy where he was standing next to that girl at FGL. She was singing on stage. So he must have then, after he got kicked out of karaoke, went to FGL, then got kicked out of that, and then I left him at FGL. No. My last picture no. was him staring at a girl on stage in bell bottoms. You came to karaoke with Cappy, and you left before Cappy got the toss. Interesting. So maybe we went to FGL before that. Maybe. See, that's why I've, I've always pitched this. You should always pay somebody. It should be a paid position. 100 bucks a night, and they follow you around, document what happens, takes pictures, and then kind of gives you a recap of what last night happened. It's a good point. All right. So then I jump in a cab and I go home. And let me tell you, the thing about having it in Vegas, you wake up, it's quiet, you're in your room. I woke up at, I was woken up by my five-year-old at 6.30 going, Dada, Dada, I'm awake. Really? I just got home, man. I just got home. I don't love you anymore. And my wife was an angel and got out of bed with the kids, and I stayed in bed till about eight, and was like, "All right." And then we had to. Get, but here's the good thing about not being in Vegas. In Vegas, the pod starts at nine a.m. because it's it's two hours earlier. Yes. So this was so much better. We went to brunch. We did the bowling, and I mean, you got. Ty, uh, brunch and bowling was good because you picked me up. I realized that you were in route, yeah. maybe a couple minutes late, and I go, dude, swing by the penthouse and get me. Then I don't have to walk. It's twenty degrees outside right now. Yeah, and we go rolling up in a car. Colby goes rolling up on a scooter in the freezing ass cold. D- like dude, a- I asked him. I was like, dude, how did you get here? Your face is red. He goes, I rode a scooter for the past mile to get here. <laughs> Riding the old truck in, I thought maybe. That's hilarious, though. I mean, yeah, hey, he was sober, though, at least, so he's not driving it drunk. And so, I mean, bowling, I mean, it was hilarious because Aaron, who's uh, from, he loves Cleveland, he shows up in his whole Browns gear, got his own bowling balls, Ty's got his own bowling balls, got their own shoes, and I'm like, oh, my God. I have never seen Aaron was so disappointed that they were antique lanes and it was going to hurt his ball. He was expecting, he, he has averages 195. And he was like, oh, my God, I can't use my ball. I don't want to ruin my ball. And he was – I don't know if he had fun or not. He averaged about oh, – you said 195. He yeah. averaged about a 95. Yeah. <laughs> but 
he was still in a good mood. Yeah, so the fact that they were bringing their balls in their own shoes, then I started to realize, so the people that signed up for brunch and bowling really were the ones that are really into bowling, not necessarily us or brunch. I think a combination of both. They like to bowl, they like to brunch, and they like us. And then we also had the side poker game going. That was great. And was it Aaron? He Aaron. Out, he brings out the naked girl poker cards. Love it. So every time you get a strike or a spare, you grab one card from the deck, and at the end of the game, who has the best poker hand wins the money in the pot. But Aaron's cards were naked chicks from the 80s, and it was awesome. Every time the wait staff would come over, they'd bring because they came over. I mean, they had tots, they had sandwiches, Pinewood Social. Yeah. Sandwiches. You got these spicy chicken sandwiches that Nashville is known for, and then the mimosas are flying. Every time they'd look down at the table, and there's 12 naked chick cards. Yeah. It was, and Stacy was, I mean, said she was no good at bowling, and she kept getting striked. Spare, strike, spare, strike, strike. It yeah. was like, okay, stop. Yeah, uh, sometimes you just regret stuff that you say. I told her and you probably like two or three times. When the drinks are flowing, guys, you know there's the repeat button. Yeah, Then right. she looks like Rick's assistant, old assistant. Hey, you told her she looked like Whitney. <laughs> but she, who she, is someone that we used to work with. She has with. no idea who Whitney is. Lunch barely remembers Whitney. She's from five years ago. But I just randomly thought it was important to say that she looks like Whitney. No, no, I remember Whitney clearly because after Coach's Convention 1 in Vegas, she said, let's go out to an expensive dinner on the company to celebrate. And we did, and then it turns out it wasn't on the company and we had to pay for it. So, yeah, I remember Whitney vividly. Right, we went bankrupt. We did. Yes. And so, yes, it was great. It was awesome. The, the uh, One dude cannot recall the name, pardon me. Him and his chick rolled up way late. And just started knocking down sandwiches and mimosas, which tells me they had a very late night, which is fine. You, you can do however you see fit, brunch and bowling. You don't have to bowl. You don't have to brunch. You don't even have to come. But crazy that you would pay for it, and then they came an hour late. Hey, when you're hungover, you're hungover. I mean, Woody showed up late. But but that's when, honestly, when I saw him roll in, I didn't know if they even wanted us to come up and say, hey, thanks for coming, because I thought maybe they were that uh, in, nest, in need of food and, and, and nutrients. Yeah, they they needed some uh, like rest. They yeah. needed some quiet, but they were there. They were, I mean, smiled, good attitudes. I mean, it was like, because you don't want to, if they have a headache, you don't want to bombard them with questions and like, hey, how you feeling? What's up? You just want to be like, you good? Good. And they bowled the second game. Dude, and at bowling, that's when I started to really enjoy Aaron. I don't remember or recall his wife's. Lisa. She, dude, I started to enjoy her personality. She was, I was doing videos of her dude uh, making fun of him, saying how pissed he was, and then she was laughing. And I mean, so that's kind of where we started our friendship, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it was great. And then we roll over to the live pod, and live pod was great. Wait, was it? It wasn't seamless, though. I went back to the crib. Yeah, Ray went back to the crib, fell asleep, took a nap, showed up about 15 minutes late. And I explained it to your wife, the staff, everybody at FGL that I was 19 floors up in the penthouse. Two blocks away, the elevator went out. I walked 19 flights of stairs. So, therefore, I'm going to be 10 to 15 minutes late, a minute a stair, a minute a flight. That makes sense. Thanks, Ray. Actually, great explanation. Great, great reasoning. Great reasoning. Hit the live pod. And then that's when the news came out that our Sunday watch party was supposed to be the Bills versus Steelers, and it was canceled. So we were there, and we are like, well, we got this watch party today, and then I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So, yeah, great. So LivePod nailed it. Then we watched the Texans absolutely smoke the Browns. I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Hey, and then I felt bad, okay, because I think her name was Christy. Well, and Aaron was big into the Browns, and uh, then also the girl from Stage Pilot. Yeah. She had her Browns stuff Sarah, on. Sarah, oh, that was and, bad. But I made a point to – 
talk to both of them and tell them they had nothing to worry about. Browns were for sure going to win. I was even betting it. So, yeah, so I was not only wrong about the bet, I then told them that, and I was wrong about that. Then I made them, I justified their feelings about the Browns not needing to be negative, and then I was wrong about that. Dude, I was wrong a lot about that Browns game. Yeah, and I felt bad because <clears throat> I believe Christy is her name. She was from Savannah, Georgia. <clears throat> she missed the bar crawl on Friday night, so she shows up on Saturday, and she asks a question during the live pot, and she was like, I bet the Texans plus two and a half – and the Dolphins plus five and a half. What do you think about that? And I mean, I didn't even let it get out of her mouth before I said, you're going to lose both of those. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't even say like, oh, you know what I mean? That's awesome. I hope you win. I was just like, Thanks I ripped for her. Listening. Thanks for coming. I just ripped her bet. What you got to realize is sometimes your personality comes across as strong. Yeah. And I and I was like, dang, I hope I didn't like ruin her experience. I hope I, she didn't not come to the pod the rest of the time. I hope she's like listening today. Because I just shitted all over her bet. It took me a couple times to realize that not all these people talk as much as you. I don't talk as much as you. But that sometimes they just like to chill and listen. And so I would ask them, I'd say, oh, are you guys not having fun? And they go, oh, no, we're just quiet. Yeah, that's oh. another problem is I'm like, <laughs> I'm expecting everybody to be swinging from chandeliers like freaking Lori and Robidouche and, you know, Stephanie and, you know, Martinez family and uh, freaking Caraway and all them and B. I'm expecting them all to be swinging from chandeliers. Not everybody's like that. And uh, they're non-chandelier moment, but very emotional. Yeah. Uh, are oh. we teasing it? Yeah, it's on the live pod. Well, it's Ray, great tease. Hey, on the live pod, there were tears. We brought a member of Sore Losers Nation onto stage behind the microphone. It was my wife. And they cried. You can hear it tomorrow. It was a great moment. Great moment. And it's what really Sore Losers Nation shocked me is all about i thought we all hated each other and we were just a bunch of drunks but dang it was a great moment ray you should have got that audio properly otherwise we really have to yeah but if, i haven't hey, verified that the audio was captured good and at this moment it's probably a good moment to take a break I'll be right back hey guys you know what this playground could use a wine country huh a redwood forest would be cool ski slopes wait did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. 
the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dude, been a hell of a recap. It has been a recap, man. And so the drinks are flowing. Ray, follow the timeline. And let's be real. The game wasn't that interesting. Because it was such a blowout. It was a blowout. There was only one good game the whole weekend. Well, and, it was and you the- know who I was talking to on my right was, what did you say, Lisa or Aaron's wife? Oh, yeah. Dude, she was right there next to me, so I'm guessing by marriage or dating, she's also a Browns fan. So I'm watching it with her and our chick from Stage Pilot, oh. who are both Browns fans. Oh, and you, you were right in front of me. Yeah, it got awkward, man. It was just getting like, oh, well, they scored again. Oh, they scored again. Oh, they. I forgot CJ Stroud's him. I will tell you, him, that TV was pretty dope. I'm going to need to remember that next time I'm downtown on a Saturday. Awesome. Yeah, that, that it's 17 screens because we saw our damn logo on yeah. the back of it. So yeah. cool. That's going to be the one you want to watch the game on. Yeah, I mean, dude, but it was a blowout. CJ Stroud is so freaking good. Ray, he's her, him. I am. Just, I, I am maybe in love. Like, I used to be in love with Herbert. C.J. Stroud is it. Like, Wait, Did he play that well? He played well, yes. The defense played well, but he played great. He's played great all year. He's been amazing. Who, like. So Flacco just flamed out. Well, he's Flacco. He, he realized he's 50-year-old Flacco from the couch of his parents' basement that just came, all, came in the game about two months ago. But, really, C.J. Stroud. Who would you rather have right now in the NFL? Patrick Mahomes? Who else? Well, I mean, you're basing C.J. Stroud off of one season. Okay, who get... else? I'd like a Tannehill. You'd rather have Tannehill? Oh, my no, God. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Dude Dak, is awesome. Dak? No. 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 Uh, Lamar Jackson. I like a guy. So I'm liking oh, C.J. Stroud. They can both run. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. He seems like he's got a better arm than Lamar Jackson. We'll see. Lamar hasn't played yet in the playoffs. Lamar usually misses some receivers, like bad I, throws. I am I, – oh, God, he is so – but anyway, so then we go to the Preds game. And, I mean, here's the funny part. Sore Losers Nation doesn't really know how to act in public. We can't be taken anywhere. We did a decent job. And we're going to a happy hour at the Preds game where they're giving us a free drinks. And – one member of Sore Losers Nation, we will name her Stephanie, just pick a random name. She decides that free alcohol is not enough, that she needs to sneak her flask into the game. Oh my, did, did we give out a flask? We did at the end. Yeah, we did in our, our oh goodie bag. Oh my gosh. And so it has the Sore, Nation, Sore Losers logo on the flask, and she tries to go through security. Ray, beep, that's beep. incriminating in the court of law. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. They're like, ma'am, you can't bring that in. So she goes and tries to hide it behind a trash can, but every homeless dude down on Broadway knows when the Pred game, concert, go look behind the trash can, there's going to be something there. Knives, too. And hey, she claims it was empty, that she just totally forgot it was in there. I believe her. So it's confiscated? It's gone. Ray, there's a guy on Broadway. There's a guy on Broadway with it. So we go to the Preds game, go to the happy hour, freaking awesome, drinks are flowing, Bah, bah. Nash, you see the damn mascot? Hey, Nash shows up for pictures. Like, hey, let me get a picture. Let me get a picture. Let me get a picture. He was a little too cool, though. 
Was he? I think I took one picture. It wasn't great for our podcast. And I go, dude, let me get another one. And he moved on. But then he doesn't talk either. Right. But he's in a hurry. He's got to go see other people. He's got other people to go visit. Ray's a predator. Nash is a very wanted person. What is he? He's like a child predator. But it's like, not a child. It's like a, it's like a. The saber tooth tiger. Saber tooth predator. Yeah, he's a predator. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. Anyway, then we go to the suite. And Ray proceed like the game, boring. There was no goals till the third period. Then it got exciting, and Ray is in Ray fashion. He has been talking about this dope scarf he has for the game all weekend. Yep. He had to go back to the penthouse. Because I said it's a brand new scarf that really makes the outfit and shows, you know, I'm a Preds guy. Yes, brand new. We get down on the ice for one of the games. Miguel and Taylor battled it out on the ice, and they were doing some, I don't even know what it was called. It was like a human tug of war where they had the ropes tied behind their back. You got to dunk the ball. Ray is on the ice with his scarf doing pirouettes, swinging it and swinging it and swinging it and swinging it. Hilarious. Trying to make a name for the podcast, Hilarious. Then we go back to the suite, and the scoring begins. It gets exciting the last seven minutes of the game. But also, should we have been allowed on the ice? Bro, I was giving daps to the refs from the game. Yeah, you did. Oh, my God. When they came off. Don't think we were supposed to touch those guys. (laughs) Dude, and I kept telling all the people, like, the girls were all nervous, telling us when to talk on the mic and stuff. And I go, oh, we have a Monday through Friday show, and we're on Facebook. We stream every day live on Bobby Bone Tries. We know how to talk on mics. As we're going down to the ice, (laughs) Ray is stopping every single person he sees in the arena we're going on the ice and it's like hey guys we're going on the ice we're going on the ice look for me on the ice and everybody's like sure you are bud sure you are C- couple bros i don't give an f if you're going on the ice yep i get it bro yep my yep. bad cool, Vinny, cool, bro. Cool. hey we're going on the ice mm, yeah i'm sure you are sure you are okay hey don't get hurt man good luck down there everybody even told the lady in the elevator working the elevator buttons and she did not seem to care she was not very happy so we get down on the we, – we get there waiting, and here come the refs off the ice in between periods, and Ray is giving them daps. Good job, bro. Good job, bro. Good call, bro. Hey, you missed a tripping call, bro. <laughs> and these refs are like, what the f- – And I thought we were just going to go on a real red carpet or something. They let us go across the entire ice with our normal shoots on. I had boots on. Yeah, and Ray's doing pirouettes. Hilarious. Then we get back up to the suite. Ray, your boots weren't great for the ice. No, it was actually easy to walk on. No, but I'm saying when I went by the visiting team goalie, I made a couple imprints. Oh, did you? Yeah, so the Ike little the divots? skip. Heck yeah. That's how they won. <laughs> Love it. Ray, cue the music. So then we fall down one nothing with six minutes to go. I was going to say I didn't fall down. Then we score 1-1, and Ray is on the front of the freaking suite, gyrating in the air and waving that scarf around and around doing windmills with the scarf, with the scarf, windmill, windmill. Let's go, Preds. Let's go, Preds. Uh, you, you call that the scarf, the, the scarf helicopter, baby. Scarf helicopter it is. We score another goal. Ray is swinging it. Scarf helicopter, scarf helicopter. And yeah. he is hey. smacking. Hey, the helicopter gods flying in to get that goal, baby. He is smacking the people in the seats below him in the face over and over and over again. That's when it got awkward. All night. They win 3-1, to one, and Ray and his dope scarf are gyrating. Helicopter scarf. Helicopter scarf. Gyrate, gyrate, gyrate. 
humping the air, humping the air. And then he looks at the lady and he goes, I'm sorry for hitting you in the face. And he gave away his dope scarf that he'd been bragging about all weekend. That's a class act, dude. I knew that I had maybe caused them a little discomfort. I didn't necessarily mean to hit them, but for them putting up with me, we were all Preds fans. I said, I, I carry on the tradition and the honor. You now own the helicopter. And they probably were like, we don't even like the Preds, man. We're just here. We got free tickets. Were they real Preds fans? No idea. Preds win 3-1. Then it's time to go to Broadway. It's time to go to Broadway, and we walk up and down Broadway, and Ray, once again, is trying to get anybody and everybody to join our party. Every hey hey what 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 what, what, what come on baby you're going to you're going to you're going to bars with us hey man dude bro bro you're going to the bar with us bro like anybody that walked by Ray tried to get him in our circle D- did I or did I not get a lady of the night for Cappy you did well I don't know if it was I don't know what whatever but at one point I was like I'm buzzing and we had walked to a bar and then he was like we should go to this bar we walked to that bar and we couldn't decide what bar to go in and so finally I was like I'm dipping. I dipped out. Yeah, see, sometimes with lines, it's so long, and you don't know. With our group, Cappy was handicapped. Is there going to be a good sidewalk for him to get in on? So you're going to bounce around a lot. Yeah. I didn't necessarily have the exact bar for us to go to. I understand. I'm Ray, not, I wasn't, wasn't scheduled like before with no. FGL, Luke Bryan, Lazona Rosa, Casa Rosa, and then also Tequila Cowboy. No, right? I wasn't mad about it, Ray. I wasn't mad about it. I, I was just like, I was buzzing. I was, like, I was exhausted already. We had already... Two days of this convention, these people, I mean, I don't know how they survive. But Did they don't have to talk the entire time. I know. Did you hear how it ended, though? Yeah, I, it ended with you finding a transvestite and buying shots for the whole bar. No, it was like seven of us. And okay, Cappy seven. was there, and I told her that we're all going to hang out, and at the end of the night, it was going to be her and Cappy. I don't know how that transpired. Cappy actually needs to weigh in on that one. I don't think that's how it went down. All I know is I tried to get him on the stage at Garth's bar, and I was I kept telling the guy, I go, hey, my dad, my father-in-law built this bar. I need to talk to your manager. <laughs> Got his manager. Hey, I need to talk to your manager's manager. M- made it all the way to the top of the food chain, dude, at Garth's bar, and I go, please, my friend is handicapped. I would love to give you a special experience. Can I get him on the bar? No. Okay, great. So, and I go, let me talk to your manager's manager's manager's. Um, I'm the top <laughs> of the bar. All right, thanks, sir. I failed, dude, but I tried for Cappy. Yeah, and then apparently they went back to karaoke. Oh, dude, I mean, we wouldn't have even been able to talk in a month, much less in three days. Yeah, but I, I know Lori and Sam and all them, they were karaoke in, and I was like, oh, my, you guys are nuts. But my favorite thing, because Sunday we have the watch party that was canceled, so we just went and watched the live band as we had uh, brunch at FGL House on Sunday morning, and Buddy Glass and Rosanna did not show up. Oh, and also you got to listen to that live podcast. I may have uh, called him out on that. Yeah, and no, no, no. They they didn't show up, and I'm like, hey, wh- where where are they? And they're like, oh, I don't know. She may be in jail. She might be in jail. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, we were upstairs last night at FGL House, and she was up on one of the stages, like on the boxes, and she was waving her jacket around. <laughs> She was doing the helicopter jacket. From like, the Preds game? Like Ray was doing the helicopter scarf. She goes and she was hitting a woman in the face over and over and over. And the lady goes, hey, hey, you're hitting me in the face. Can you stop? And she stopped. Looked that lady in the face and said, look at my face. 
Does it look like I give a fuck? I didn't even know this tidbit. And kept on waving the freaking jacket. And that was the last they had seen of her. And so they thought, oh, maybe she got in a fight, got arrested. But good news is they were just extremely hungover. Her and Buddy were just hungover. So no loss. No, no loss. No loss situation. No jail situation. That's whole dude. The nation went hard. Dude, they went hard. They invaded Nashville, and then everybody said their goodbyes at FGL House after brunch. Some went to watch the Cowboys game. Oh my God! There were a lot of disappointed people. We took your dude day ones and his chick. We went to Ten Roof, watched Cowboys game there. Yeah, going buck wild, dude, because it goes seven, fourteen, twenty-one, twenty-eight. Are we seeing this correctly? And at that point, still, Aaron still didn't think the Cal- or the Packers could win because she's that superstitious. Yeah, hold then on, she hold started hold to on. believe. Let's take a break, and we'll come right back. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dude, I mean... That, that couldn't have been a better end to Sword Losers Convention. The unthinkable happened. I mean, Sam was hating his life. Oh, I forgot about him. Miguel was hating his life. Sam ripped on me all weekend, though. He goes, dude, your boots are too fat for your jeans. You can't wear skinny jeans with boots. You got to wear boot cut boots. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Because I don't wear boots, so I don't know. Ray, look into it. Well, I don't know. I don't know edit. I don't know fashion. I don't know. But there were a lot of cowboy fans at the convention. And they were all, I mean, the ass-kicking put on by the Green Bay Packers was unbelievable. Right, but you'll always remember where you were when they got absolutely ass-kicked. Yeah. That Lions game? Eh, I don't even remember. That was, was a I? great game. That was I a know. lot of fun. But where was that? That was the best game. I know, but I was in bed. Right. You always remember 
how shocked that a moment of shock when it was 27 to 0. Probably don't even have the score correct. You'll remember where you were. I was at 10 Roof Bar and I look around the bar and there wasn't cheering, there wasn't booing. There was just the WTF phase by everybody cuz who saw that coming? I was getting texts from batter's box. Wow, this is cra- this is unbelievable. What is going on? Holy crap. And the whole time, dude, we had uh, we had C.D. Lamb over 98 yards, and he had zero yards. Oh, they were just point. yelling at each other. Him and Dak were yelling at each other. Right, we were like, give me the damn ball. Give me the ball. <laughs> like, what is going on? They ended up going, he ended up going over with garbage yards over 91, 8. But Justin, the whole time, we're like, Justin, our guy has zero yards right now. Like, how is that possible? It was so freaking crazy. And it, it's weird. Like, is Dal- like Dallas. Like Mike McCarthy just looks like a buffoon. He looks like an idiot, doesn't know what he's doing. I don't know. Maybe I just I don't know anything about coaching, but he looks like an idiot. I don't know how he still has a job. But but there is a such thing as karma, bad luck, a, a weird aura at a stadium, a weird jinx, everything. Uh, nerves, shakes, uh getting worried, terrified, uh, uh scared of the future, scared of the past. What you scared to TV. tackle. Like where was Dallas's defense? Dude, they Dak- they looked like they'd been partying at the convention. Dak could not throw. It wouldn't even Dak. It wouldn't matter. Listen. Dude, he was missing, dude. Hold on. It wouldn't have mattered if Dak went 45 of 45. Their defense couldn't stop them. Those guys were wide open every play. They were wide open. There wasn't a damn defender within 20 yards. That was just Aaron Jones and them cutting them up. Jordan Love was dropped. Was just, oh, dude. Boom. Off his back foot. Boom. Jordan Love. Is him. Well, and also, we're learning NFL isn't all about X's and O's. There's also cooking. I mean, they it, were cooking. It's also about grit. It's all about getting smacked in the mouth and not shriveling up like a little bitch. The Cowboys and the Dolphins, you smack them in the mouth, they shrivel up like little bitches. When it was 14-0, to the Cowboys started to believe in their own jinx. They started to quit. Dude, I thought the Cowboys could be the first NFL team to not finish a game. You thought they were going to walk off? Yeah. Dude, I'm with you. They did not want to be there. Their defense was so bad. So bad. And it's amazing to me that the Green Bay Packers got Brett Favre, they got Aaron Rodgers, they get Jordan Love, and the Bears can't draft one good QB. How? How is that possible? Getting lucky, but also... No, it's not lucky. Because we didn't all think Jordan Love is amazing. But damn, he is. But now we're realizing it in it. What month is it? January. January. Yeah. He is it. Him and CJ Stroud, they're it. Right. So we'll learn CC4, the MLK weekend of 2025, who the next second coming of a quarterback is. Yeah. Who the next, no, next anointed one is. And that's why I'm hoping it's Caleb Williams in a Chicago Bears uniform. It's Drake May, thanks. I am just so hopeful that we draft a quarterback and he can ball out like C.J. Stroud. He can ball out like Jordan Love. He can ball out like Mahomes. I am praying to feel that satisfaction when I watch a game that our quarterback is not the problem. But I wanted that to be the bow that the Sore Losers convention needed. But then the present got unwrapped and thrown across the street and pissed on by a homeless person when the flights were canceled. Oh, dude. So that ended up being the conclusion. I do feel bad. I do feel bad for a lot of people just right. stuck. Because we saw on our Facebook page, Lori, some other people. They Alex, were, our Minnesota couple, they, so they, they met in a bar. Some people and he had a were, girlfriend before they met and then... Yeah. Yeah. So they were taking flights to other cities and then driving. Yeah, I, 
Uh, there are still people, as we record this right now, I believe, that are not home. I believe so. Dude, the convention was three days ago. I know the St. Louis crew. I told them, if you guys are still in Nashville on Wednesday, you can come up on the pod, and I haven't heard anything from them, so I'm assuming they got home. They were my day ones, Ray. Hey, you ready for an email? What up, coachers? It's Trucker Colby. Trucker. Trucker. Whoa. Dude, somebody messed with all my buttons. Just wanted to thank you guys for an amazing weekend. Looking back and reflecting on the weekend, this is probably the best convention yet. I'm already stoked for Coaches Convention 4 because there is no way we can't do it again. Also, if anyone has pictures from the award ceremony, would you please send them to me? I was in such shock, I forgot to give someone my phone. Thanks again. Let's go, Trucker Colby. MVP. 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 Hey, and Colby, you know what he did this week? He bought a new rig. He bought a new truck. Holy hell. Yeah. Got rid of the old one, got a new one. Did we meet any lawyers? Because I think you did it during the live party. No, there's no lawyers. There was no tugboaters. One one school teacher that I know of. A couple. Here's what's crazy. What about tractor operators? Met some tractors. And I met uh, an audit. There's two auditors. Because I didn't know this, but Danny is an auditor. And... She hired Robadouche after meeting her at Convention One for a job. Yes, that's a hey, sore losers nation, man. That's business, Ray. That's crazy. That was a hell of a recap. That it was a great weekend. We shouldn't have recapped it that good though, because people now know everything that went on. I still probably miss some things. No, you. I would say everything you hit. I mean, Michael, the the one that we thought didn't even belong in our group. Dude, are you talking about the guy that graduated from Yale or something? No, that was West Point. That's Fahrenheit. Well, there's there's West Point guy. Oh, you had a Yale guy? No, I, maybe it wasn't Yale. The guy in the Predators booth. He listens to the pod. He's a gra- He's retired, I think. He's graduated a lawyer. From- I don't know where he graduated from. Is it Michael? It's Michael. No, I don't think Michael's a lawyer. I don't know if it's a lawyer. You said lawyer. I, I was naming an educated profession. Okay, cool. Dude, he, some there were some shocking people. It was awesome, It was dude. a random kid that was 18 playing guitar at FGL stage, and he goes, listen to you guys all the time, man. Love the show. Yeah. He was a like, huge. Great. And, and he said, and you go, and he said the show, and then you go, thanks for listening to the pod. And he goes, oh, I listen to the big show also. So he does listen to the pod. <laughs> he does. It was great, man. I, I had a great weekend. I, I, love the, I love the random people that would go up to you on the street that weren't part of the convention, and we'd shield them away. We'd be like, uh, no, 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 just the convention, guys. Just the convention. Yeah, and I love that you... Would tell people, oh, thanks for listening to the pod. Then weren't there for the pod. That was my favorite. Just random people in downtown Nash? Yeah, even at FGL House. <laughs> I would go up to them. They had no idea what was going on. You're like, thanks for listening to the pod. And you're like, they're like, yeah, okay. And your line of the weekend, Ray, you know what the line of the week, your line of the weekend was? Surprise me. I forgot it. Was it? Thanks. Great. Thanks. Yes, that was it. I only say that around Justin, and Justin was there. Therefore, you're going to get great thanks for everything. Can I just say Justin was very tame? That's usually how he is, though. I, maybe I build him up to more than he is. He's a pretty quiet guy. He was so quiet. That's how he is. He had a blast. Dude, I've never seen him laugh that much. Okay, good. Yeah. Not hey, everybody's like you. I, I did make it awkward at one moment because him and Ruiz were sitting at the same table. And they used to have a thing. I told him to kiss. No. And there was a chair in between them. And I told him to have sex with it. And I moved the chair, and me and Bay scooted them together. 
clutch. That the al- hey, hey, hey. Alcohol makes you do funny things. I To me, I was like, this is funny. But he was probably like, what are you doing? Like, this is so stupid. No, dude, they, it's been a year, and they've rekindled, but yeah. I mean, it was so fun. And, I mean, I, I just don't even know. Yeah. Then we, I realized late Sunday night I had to go. We weren't live on Monday. I, had to, I realized that I had to go load stuff at the radio station. So me and Justin went, walked, drunk at 5 p.m. and loaded crap into the computer system. Here it was. Oh, that's rough, man. I hope it all worked out okay. It worked fine, that man. That was the show Monday. It was good. But yeah, I mean. No, the great thanks. That's what me and Justin say. It's just a sarcastic okay. jackass term we use with each other. doesn't matter what you say. It works for anything. So it's like you're like, that was a great weekend. Yeah, great. Thanks. It's just, it's perfect. We it use, was wild. We do it a million times around each other. I understand. Okay. All right. But yeah, it was a great weekend, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, wow. I, you got anything, any thoughts? I mean, yeah, my thought is three-day bender is doable. I mean, if it continued until Monday, I couldn't have done it, dude. My body physically shut down. Baser has had an over 100-degree temperature. I think she's doing a little better. I got to get her a bunch of shit when I go home. Because we're trying to be on the mend a little bit. Yeah. We also got to move into our new house. But but yeah, people are recovering. Yeah, and then the snow days, like, and then it hits snow, and it's like, oh my god, man! Like, so my kids are still home, so there is no recovery. Like on Sunday morning, I'm like, I'm gonna sleep in. Six thirty a.m. My five year old yells, "Dada, Dada, I'm done pooping." I'm like, it's six thirty in the morning, son. Am what? I still at the convention? Why are you pooping? What are you doing? Get back in your damn bed. Oh, man. But that, so, it was great. I don't, I don't even know what else to say. But yeah, those people that drove, I mean, that's a long drive. Everybody that drove, thank you, flew, appreciate it. It was a great weekend. Dude, I think in person we thanked him enough. Did I, we? I usually tend to tell people stuff two or three times more than there should, I should have told them. I think I told everybody there, thanks for coming. Okay. All right. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, Woody, I mean, Woody was there. He was, I mean, dude, let me tell you. Woody partied late every night, too. That dude, he was a drinker. I think Woody was trying to hit up Ruiz at Ten Roof late on Sunday. Hey. And te- Ruiz texted me, convention's over. Why are there still attendees following me around? Maybe they liked you, Ruiz. Hey, <laughs> hey, maybe you made an impression, Ruiz. All right. <laughs> no, but she yeah. took it deep, too, Sunday night. Oh, man. Ray, maybe we should have a night event on but, Sunday of next year. No, but here's what's crazy is there was only one good football game. Yeah, it so was Rams and freaking Lions. That right. was it. But that tells you the backbone of the convention is not the football. We just act like it is. Ray, it's a front for a. It's but it's a, a built-in moment that everybody can get together. It, I think it's great. Yes. So yeah. All right. That's it, man. I don't know anything else. I, a Super Bowl. I mean, God, the NFC is so terrible. The NFC is so bad. It's going to be a weird Super Bowl, especially if weird stuff keeps happening. Ravens getting beat. And, the I Niners mean, ain't getting beat. Damn, Lions are going to the Super Bowl? The Lions are not going to the Super Bowl. I know they're not. I'm trying to think of crazy things that could happen. So then later I seem smart or I act like I wasn't ever associated with that. I'm, I think the Ravens get upset. I mean, you're telling me the Ravens are fine right now just sitting on their asses? You're telling me the 49ers are cool with sitting on their asses for two weeks? I don't think so. We're, yeah. Dude, we're seeing wacky stuff can happen in football. Any given Sunday. We should make a movie called that. Yep. I agree. We saw it multiple times over the weekend from people on the screen and off the screen. Yeah. Yeah, but there was no drama. That was good. There was no fighting at the convention. I mean, there, we did miss some people. There were some folks that, you know, they were there the first two years. Like the couple from California, I don't remember their names. They've been to both conventions. They're not on Facebook. 
They're not on Twitter. They just listen to the pod. And I was like, they used to, they drive. So maybe that's why, but they weren't there. And I was like, dang. Is it the dude with long hair? Mm. Who are the two dudes that came together? One of them had really long Keegan hair. Keegan and Ben. Okay. They were the bros from Maryland that Keegan is getting married. And this is his pre bachelor party. Got it. Uh, and then the, the, the couple from New Mexico, the Natawalton, I don't know how to say their name, Jared and Natasha. They weren't there. I mean, what the hell? And then Robidoux said the funniest thing during the live podcast. I guess you guys will have to listen to it. She did? Yeah, she goes. So my name's not even really Robidoux. She's actually Robidine. But lunch yeah, just started yeah. calling me Robidoux. She goes, and so it's a pretty unfortunate nickname to have, but I guess thanks for having it. I was like, yeah. that's because I really did think that was her name. Yeah, I just read her name wrong in an email years ago. And, and she's like, and it stuck for three years, and now everybody calls me that. Yeah, and she's like, and can I not be called that anymore? But okay, cool. So, yeah. All right. Good stuff. All right, everybody have a great, what, what did it say, Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hey, coaches, just left the convention and couldn't be more honored to be the Sore Losers 2024 Rookie of the Year. I got to say, the coaches put on an epic convention. If you missed it, shame on you. You haven't truly lived until you hear Lunchbox sing Drunk Karaoke or Ray by a Lady of the Night. <laughs> a high noon at the bar his father-in-law built. Great weekend, guys. Keep up the awesome pod. Love meeting the nation. Joe and his hot young wife from Sarasota. P.S. One regret. Muppy was the life of the party, and I regret regret not pursuing a three-way. There's always next year. See you in 2025. Uh, His wife was quiet, though. She's one of them where I just didn't think she was having fun, but she's a quieter lady. It was fun. He he was yeah it was wild yeah. so all right everybody have a good Wednesday we out Ray sometimes people are quiet yeah Dak's quiet Ray oh yeah he's pretty quiet on vacation Dak Ray Joe Flacco's pretty quiet C D Lamb he's on he's on vacation he's quiet we ain't gonna hear much from him you see Tyreek he goes ah bruh put me right into Cabo yeah he, he goes he, he bruh j- jabbed me all the way to C- Cancun yeah uh, Tyreek's funny I know uh. But yeah, the cheese. I mean, I told you, cold weather. They shrivel. That's why I extended it to seven and a half, but that wasn't enough. And did you see the reporter talking to the Buccaneers head coach? He was like, Hi, are you guys prepared are you guys prepared to play in that weather in Detroit? And he looked at him and goes, You know they played played in a dome for the last fifty years, right? Because the reporter didn't know or what? I guess not. <laughs> Pretty funny. Oh man. All right. Did Eminem actually, what did he, they just showed him and he kind of mouthed the Yeah, the and then lyrics? they started singing Lose Yourself, man. Yeah, but he never had a microphone, did he? No, no, no. Okay. Sometimes you hear people talk about shit. Not that I, mean, I know of. Right. I saw a clip on TV. It wasn't that cool. It was fine. Well. I mean, if he had a microphone, it would have been cool, but he doesn't do that. Well, sorry. All right. God, now, hey, Buddy Glass and Rosanna, they freaking fighting again this weekend. Bills, Chiefs, every year they had to play each other, so they, I don't know how that relationship's going to last with the, if this rivalry continues. Ray, some of the people got messed up. I really hope Buddy, for Buddy's sake, I hope the Bills finally win. Just because, man, that poor guy, his fiance gets to brag every year because her team goes further. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, 
LED headlights, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.